Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Owie, hydrated by Hairy Man Brewery. And today is a very, very special episode here on the Body Surf Podcast because we're sliding into your DMs. We're on the road to slide fest. Uh, we're heading we're heading to the Gold Coast very soon. We're heading up north to Queensland uh, to to compete at Slide Fest 2020, powered by Defins. Defins or Defin? Defin. Defin. You like pluralizing everything, Timmy. <laughs> pluralizing? Oh yes, I see. I had the, I actually had the Google today the difference between uh, possessive ownership and plurals. Okay, what's the difference? Well, I just never know when to use the little. Commery thing. Oh, okay. So like the... Tss. <laughs> the... Tss. Yeah, the... Tss. It's the difference between drum and drums. Mm. But drums is... Drums is never possessive. It, but it can be plural. It can be. My drums? No. No. No, no you would say Tim's. Tim... Yeah. Drums. I went to university, by the way, for those playing at home. <laughs> you went to <laughs> Gudger College. <laughs> <laughs> Which in Australia is known as TAFE or TAF. TAF. <laughs> if you're above the age of 60, it's TAF for TAF. some reason. Or it's tech. Tech or <laughs> tech. Yeah. tech. Queensland has a really good TAFE and uh, it's very expensive to go to TAFE there. In Queensland? Yeah, it's like the same as going to uni. It's like very expensive. I maybe they offer different courses. Here you do like, you know, uh, refrigeration repair. Mm. There you're probably doing, you know, uh, astrophysics or something. Yeah, well, and thank the Lord we live in Australia because where there's actually a education reskilling program being announced. Mm-hmm. And I think we should take that up on the basis of this podcast because we do the body surf podcast but we're not actually skilled at body surfing or podcasting or podcasting for that matter (laughs) so maybe we can maybe we can do a TAF course I would love to I I often look at courses I'd like to do and and TAFE offers some great stuff but um does it though yeah yeah no it's good I just don't have the time do you know the best TAFE course it's like a certificate for in uh marking and assessing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which allows you to be a TAFE teacher. <laughs> yes, that's right. And uh, I think, uh, I know I said, like, does TAFE really offer that much? I think it does. Yeah. I th- If I was going to give any advice to someone young listening, your Corey Sainsbury's, for instance, don't go to uni. Mm. Uni's a joke. Uni yeah. will absolutely poison you for the rest of your life. Like, literally, mm. because you'll get alcohol poisoning. Yes, and... <laughs> But you're not just spending a lot of money on alcohol. You're also spending a lot of money on your tuition. Now, Timmy, I don't want to throw you under the bus here, but I think your TAFE course probably would have cost less than $5,000. Way less. And I paid full price. A lot of my classmates did not. Mm. It was under a grand. And you went straight into full-time work. Yeah, yeah. I left TAFE for work. Mm. Uh, some people stayed on and, and finished the course. I, I, I left and like I finished a, a part of the course and then yeah, got work straight away. Mm. And I was working with people and would eventually overtake them, like people that had studied the similar stuff at university. Yeah. But see, studying communications at university, <laughs> that's, a, that's a rort. Yeah, well, we think that it's a rort, but I mean, we haven't got a job in radio because we don't have the right qualifications apparently, or... We haven't been on Big Brother. Mm, I was just about to say. So what's the difference? Like, if you're going to throw away your life, would you do it with uni or Big Brother? Is Big Brother big enough 
to talk about? Like, did it rate well? Can we talk about the it? latest series? We talked or the, the one that just aired. Because okay. I've got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of TikTok. I think a lot of people have jumped onto TikTok during isolation because mm. it is a great form of entertainment. You can yeah. just sit there for days. And the smart thing about it, you know, we don't want long form content. Especially like things like this. No one's watching this. We've got like eight no. people on here right now. Eight? That's no, we've got four. <laughs> Tim. Actually, let's actually check the numbers. Seven. Oh, seven. Seven. Pretty that's, good. That's good. Two of them are us. <laughs> so we're gonna go we're gonna waffle on for a couple of hours tonight because we're we're, hit, we're this is the road to slide. So we want to entertain you while you're travelling to Queensland. But Short form content is the way of the future, so I don't know why we're doing a long form podcast. We always said that, though, Tim. Oh, I yeah. mean, when we started doing yeah, our, our little podcast, and if you listen to it, was it last week or a couple? Yeah, I think we weeks ago. gone on this rant before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we wanted to just give people bite sized pieces of comedy because if you haven't noticed, it's quite hard to be <laughs> funny over a long period of time. <laughs> now, now we really struggled being funny in a short period yeah. of time. But that's what we thought might get us over the line. Yeah. We'll do kind of 10-minute, 20-minute segments, gradually build it up to about a 40. And if you go on any longer than an hour, yeah. mate, go and, go and get assessed because you're not on the right track. <laughs> now, I guess people like your, your Joe Rogans kind of mm. just throw that against the wind and just talk and talk and talk mm. and people love it. Oh, yeah. uh, but I think what Joe Rogan has on us is that he's intelligent. He's, he's so smart, <laughs> and he's got a lot of weed in the system, which lets those creative yeah. juices flow. And he actually gets guests. <laughs> he gets great <laughs> guests. Yeah. We've been talking about getting guests, but every time we try and do it, either they're not available, or we don't want to travel too far, or we can't organise to be in the same room at the same time. I mean, you've done little one-on-ones, yeah. And I I quite enjoyed that. Got uh, some that great one, feedback. The yeah. last episode, it was quite good. Uh, and I I think that maybe doing that over uh, the internet could be quite hard. We are in the we've got the boils Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's not the strongest at all all times. And so we we saw when we were chatting to um, who was it? Uh, uh, the Englishman. Yeah, yeah. Limey yeah. Pirate. Limey Pirate, the Limey Pirate, Lou Day. Uh, it was a bit hard mm. uh, just to try and get that kind of flow in the conversation. Um, Mate, it's hard doing it now and I'm sitting right next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we decided to kind of go a bit short form. Mm. But tonight we're stretching it out. Yeah. We're stretching our legs. Let's smoke some doobies and get Joe Rogan <laughs> here and we'll have some fun. Imagine if we could get a guest on the Body Surf podcast who had been a guest on Joe Rogan's. Oh, the crossover. Crossover. Mm. Kelly Slater's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Right. So and we, we, we know Corey, who knows <laughs> Kelly Slater. Kelly's episode's incredible because Joe is not really familiar with surfing. Surf culture, right. But he sort of ties it into his UFC stuff. It's a very interesting episode and Kelly's an amazing dude. And yeah, that's a good one if you go. I think that's a two-hour app or something. Mm. So if we got Kelly on, you know, he's had the best. Now we can have the rest. Come <laughs> over here, Kelly. We'll have a chat. Um, and we probably know... Less about surfing than Joe Rogan does. <laughs> well, yeah. I <laughs> we probably do, to be honest. Although I will say I will say, Timmy, um, I went in the water pretty recently, mm. believe it or not. Just like an hour ago. Yeah. 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 Was it cold? No, it was actually pretty good. Mm. I went in with Uga and mm. uh we had a nice little surf. It was um catch a few waves. Caught a few wavy boys. Uh and I, I mean I'm just stretching the legs for slide, you know. 
Yeah, that's it. We'll get to slide very soon. If I can just get back onto my little rant. Oh, yeah, please. So we were talking about long form, short form. Uh, TikTok is the way of the future. Jump on it. Corey Sainsbury puts out some great content. Love all his stuff, especially the stuff he does with his mum. He often does dances and annoys his mum. It's hilarious. But um, we always, you know, we used to watch the footy show and they would do 10, 15 minute street talk segments. NRL or AFL? Well, NRL, I'm thinking of, because they they were the kings of comedy mm. uh, doing these. And they would always say offensive things and get pulled down. and But they would always do comedy for way too long. Yeah. And we always thought, you know, if we got the chance to do a footy show, like well, you'd just do a one-minute segment, a two-minute segment, mm. and then let them talk about footy. Yeah. But the footy show go, no, 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 comedy's the way of the future. You know, get Bo Ryan in here. Get all the boys in here. We'll do some funny stuff. And they just dragged it out for too long. So now that TikTok's on, everyone's a celebrity. It's good fun. Mm. Get onto TikTok. But there's this bloke on TikTok who didn't win Big Brother. Now, I have not seen any of Big Brother. I don't know if it was any good. But this guy didn't win it, but he won $15,000 by doing a challenge. So maybe he took some of the, the prize from the winner. I don't know how that works. They always do funny things like that. But he's on TikTok a lot. And he's got a bit of a following because he's got a bit of fame, I guess, now. But I cannot stand the bloke. Mm. And I like he he's not doing you know, TikTok. You do creative things. There mm. are people doing crazy editing and music and dancing and singing and whatever, even little sketches. This guy's just talking about his life and and how good he is for winning fifteen grand. Now, if I won fifteen thousand dollars today, that would not put a dent in a lot of the debts I've got rolling. Nah. Like, this guy thinks his whole life's going to change. Mm. And it might if he gets a job working on radio mm. or whatever. But, mate, 15 grand, not much. That'll buy me a new Nissan Tita. I know. But he's... Wait, wait, that was the prize money? Well, I think what happened was he... It was like a gamble or something. Like, he, he could do something to win the money. I'm sure people who have watched the show... My mum's a big fan of the oh, show. And she the listeners know. are screaming at their, at their phones right now <laughs> as they're watching us saying... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, let's be honest, no one's watched Big Brother yeah. at all. Well, that's my issue. It's like, one, no one's watched the show. Mm. Two, you, you didn't win that much. And, and it sounds like you're not much of a character. Like, you go, you're you waffling on about silly stuff. Yeah. But then, you know, I think I think he was a very awkward person in the house and he grew a lot and learned how to socialise and things like that. So maybe he's okay. come a long way. But I just can't handle him on TikTok. Mm. And I, I w- I'm looking at comments and seeing if anyone's roasting him and everyone's quite nice on TikTok. No one, no one. Remember the old days you'd get roasted for anything? Yeah. Now everyone's too woke and everyone's accepting and fun. Mate, you'd walk out the street, I'd get like egged. No, yeah. It's not happening. Everyone's too nice. You know what? We need to bring back egging. <laughs> like really, that it's, it's A1 comedy for me because... I don't think you've ever had a bad time being egged. Like you get egged and you're like, oh, I've the been egged, I smell, and I've got to wash my clothes. But in retrospect, you're like, yeah, actually, that was pretty funny. And you know, like, uh, I'm a bit of a dick. I deserve that. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, it humbles you. It brings you back That's down right. to earth. Yeah. <laughs> we always used to go to my friend Nathan's house after school, and Nathan lived on a corner. Mm. So the corner uh, had a roundabout. At it, and it was on a main bus route, so that bus copped it day in, day out. Water bombs, eggs, oh, water you bomb. name it. One day the bus is uh, turning left, and often the bus wouldn't stop. Obviously, it's on its its route; it needs to keep going. But we didn't realise that if the bus had nobody on it, no passengers. 
the bus driver could stop. Mm. So this day we run out and we've got, I think we've got water bombs this day and we go to throw them and he does the full, if you've seen Terminator 2, Robert Patrick is the T-1000 and he does that jarring right hand look out of the bus and he stares directly into my soul. <laughs> and I drop the water bomb where I stand and I turn around, piss bolt. Uh, I've I've run and we've gone inside. Nathan, the uh, the home well, not the homeowner, but the son of the homeowner, is in the toilet, and we've all run away. He's come out, saw the bus driver sitting at the front of his door, and the bus driver's on the front of the cops. Ooh. And so we uh, come back around. The bus driver's gone, and we're all sitting there. Ah, rah, 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 we're twelve, and this is all funny, fun and games. Then the cops rock up. Sirens go on. One of our friends, Adam. Uh, had a lot of motorbike accidents. So he was quite immobile. And he's trying to climb this fence. And anyway, I push him out of the way. <laughs> I pushed a cripple out of the way. And I jumped the fence. And I was the only one who got away. But then they ratted on me. Ugh. And so I felt I felt really bad that, one, I didn't come back and like own up to it. But two, also I got away and my mates gave me up. Snitches get stitches, mate. That's right. But see, they're the joys that egging brings about. So if more What's, people. What, what is the moral of that story? Um, to egg more and diss your mates. Yeah, I think I think the moral is let's just 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 have a bit of fun. Let's lighten up. Now, obviously, don't go around with the intentions of hurting people. Well, I or yeah, you know what? I said to my cripple mate, "Listen, mate, I'm sorry I pushed you over, but you were never getting over that fence, <laughs> and I wanted to save myself." But also, like, I, I don't like inconveniencing people. Like, if you throw an egg, like, you got to wash that. You got to, like, even at a car. Or, so maybe egging's not. Water bombs were great. Water fun. bombs are great fun. But then, I mean, you get the Enviro warriors that are like, oh, there's plastic. And yeah, we obviously, we, we swim in the ocean all the time. We understand. We get it. Yeah. We get it. No plastics. But there are, there's. Enviro water bombs now. Get some Enviro water are bombs. Are there really? Yeah. That's incredible. Made out of hemp. Wow, mm. that's really cool. Shall we talk a bit of body surfing real quick? Now, you went for a surf today. <laughs> yeah. You're getting ready for slide. Mm. I've got a really bad back injury still. I'm I'm 50-50 about competing. And there, competing. Was, there was a lot of conjecture, 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 that's, that's the right word, about your back injury, Tim. And mm -hmm. I just want to get to the bottom of it because okay. a couple of people were like, it's shaggers back. That's textbook shaggers back. And I went into bat for you and I mm. said, no, 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 no. Timmy wouldn't do something like that. If he's had a back injury, he must really be in pain. Yeah, yeah. No, well, this it's, it's happened twice. So I got injured maybe three weeks ago. Mm. I sneezed. My <laughs> abdominal muscles pushed out me back and I, I, I cooked it real bad. You sneezed. I sneezed. Um, I was doing great. I, I, went, I took the rubbish out. I came back me, and then just... You know, I went outside and the temperature dropped and I sneezed and it cooked me back. And then I started to get better. I'm, like, I'm not going to go to the physio. I'm just going to walk this off. Mm. It wasn't too bad, but I was sort of, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I was down for a few days. Uh, I took a few days off work. It was getting better. I went back to the office. My life went back on track. I went out a few times. I went to the city and had a lovely night out and uh, came home that night. Had a, had a pretty good rest. My back was still healing. Got up that morning to have a shower and sneezed again. Did it way, way worse. 
Way, way worse. Went to work, sat on it all day, which wasn't mm. good. Came home with a full-on hunchback. And I'm thinking, oh, slide's only a week away. How am I going to... So I started going to the physio every single day. And really? It, yeah, every day. I'm like, I've got I've got to get better for slide. Um, even if I can't compete, I still am going to go. So mm. I've been going every day. Uh, I, I can really only go a few more times before I've got to jump on that plane, but I'm, I'll be getting a massage, you know, a second before I jump off that on, onto the plane. So it, it is pretty bad. bad. That's it, serious, Tim. Let's see, yeah. I knew it was serious when it came to Saturday and you didn't want to go for a punt. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, he's hurt his back. Well, he's done something here. I would go for a punt if I could stand, but they're being really strict at pubs. You got to sit. <laughs> if I could just stand, I would be fine. But I can't. Like sitting like this is going to really do me back again. So, and you know what you should do? You should probably film that. Film you standing and say that it's your right to stand, Tim. That you should be allowed to do what you want when you want without a mask. It doesn't matter. Do you, Do you know any like? People by the name of Karen. Yeah. I feel so sorry for them right now. <laughs> Mate. There's some cool Karens out there and they're just copping it. There are some cool Karens. Uh, I know one. Uh, actually, April's mother is named Karen. And so she's very close to, very close to... How's she coping with all this attention? Oh, well, she is actually a textbook Karen, so <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what's wrong. That's the thing. Some some stereotypes sort of fit, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, she's lovely. I, 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 I'm, I'm razzing you. I'm, I'm, that's a razz. We're all here for the yucks. Yeah, that's right. But I get, I get what you're saying. There yeah, are some great Karens yeah, out there. It'd be awful. They're the butt of the joke right now. And, yeah. and I know what's happened with this lady and all oh, whatever. Like, and she's had another crack today mm. at Australian Post or something. So she went into a Bunnings, had a crack there for not wearing a face mask. Now, you go into a Bunnings, mm. technically that's like private property. You're yeah. a guest in this yeah. store. They can make up their own rules. Mm. And if they're saying wear a face mask, wear a face mask. Now, do they provide you with face masks? Can you buy one? No, but it is compulsory in Victoria if you're leaving the well, house she in Victoria. to Victoria. Yes. What's she doing in Bunnings? This is Go what you're home to me. your family. Jeez. Yeah. So now she's done it again at another retail store. Mm. I'm When we fly, are you flying? we got to talk about this. Soon. We'll talk about soon, yeah. But will they give us masks on the plane? Like, I don't have one. I don't think so. Do I have to get one? I've got an N95 mask you can borrow. I was gonna. I've got like a bandana. I was thinking, could I just wear that? But uh, mm, no, they need to. They need to kind of be proper, proper mask stem. All right. Well, let's let's talk some body surfing. There's been some chat on the text line about some some late call-ins. Um, now, I, I from day one, I've committed to going a slide. I booked my flight straight away. Um, I, I've registered, I've done all I've got to do, I'll be commentating there. But, Oe, you're sort of up in the air, you're still working out some plans. What, are, what Where's your head at with all this? Yeah, I, I mean, I've said from day dot that I wanted to leave it until the last minute because I still, and still even today, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're the Monday before slide. So if you're listening to this later on and anything, any developments have happened, uh, the borders are still open, but I just have this hunch that, for some reason, well, it's not for some reason, it's because of the coronavirus, that the borders are going to close. The The New South Wales-Queensland border will close. Now, I mean, can I wait three or four days to book another ticket? They're, they're limited flights, limited mm. seats. Uh, we're having a conference call tomorrow, myself, Robbie, a couple of the other bo- budgie boys, 
on how we're going to do our travel logistics. Mm. So at the moment, the idea is to fly up, Bondi drives home. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. That will save you one airfare. That's right. However, if you're flying up Friday, that's going to be the expensive airfare. Yes. The Sunday trip home is cheap as chips. The Friday's when everyone's leaving. So can you go Thursday? Uh, yeah, well, that will be something that you we'll got to have. Up. I'll, I'll let you guys have your, your talk. I'll be flying Friday afternoon after work, and then I'll, I'll be. Uh, I don't know if we we don't probably have anything planned for Friday night. I think uh, a few of the goalie sliders have tried to work out a bit of an after party, so mm. we'll all be able to have a four X together there. I'm I'm excited because we haven't been able to travel for a long time, so. We were always. This was always going to be a big deal for us to to catch up with our friends and jump on a plane and, and body surf in a warmer climate and and just take part in this really great competition that we've never attended. But you got to admit, COVID has put a bit of a dampener on it. I I, I don't know uh, how uh, many people have been put off by it and, and decided not to travel, and and that might trickle into other competitions later on in the year. So this is this is great that it's going ahead, and we'll have a chat to Trav Davis soon to just talk to him about all the logistics, all that stuff that's been going on, because I'm sure he's been running around like a mad thing organizing this, okay. and he'll have a lot to say about um, the go-ahead stuff. So I'm, I'm just more concerned about uh, our representation because there's been a lot of shade thrown by the Goldie Sliders and by a few Queenslanders saying that we're not up to it. Someone dissed me because my back's gone. Yeah. That we're making excuses. Mate, I was never a threat in the first place. Don't worry about me. But they're saying that we can't measure a wave properly. Yeah. They're saying we, we can't handle our mid-strength beers. Mm. And I'm just like, this is not on, boys. Mm. We need to man up, get on a plane or get in the car and show them what we're made of. Yeah, in in the Goldie Sliders' defence, I did see them riding a couple of four-foot waves. Sydney, Sydney four-foot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that day. means. Well, that just means that it's a four-foot wave. Now, so a two to four-foot Goldie means it's flat in Sydney. So that's kind of what the that, what that's what the argument and a bit of the bant has been going around. Have, have you been having a look at what the swell is going to be like for Slidefest? Yeah. Here's the. I don't know if it's ironic or fitting, Tim. Probably ironic. The swell is forecast to probably be bigger than we'll be allowed to compete in. Okay, that's a question for Trav. What, yeah. what happens if, if the surf is too big? Uh, and for, I guess that's an insurance issue. Yeah, yeah, so I think that when we spoke to Trav last time that there may have been a height limit to, mm-hmm. the, to the swell. Now, from the long-range forecast I look at, and it depends how much of the swell actually gets into the Goldie, and they may be able to move the location to somewhere where it's smaller. Yeah. Uh, another question for Trav. But uh, I've seen it anywhere between five and eight feet. Shivers. Forecast. So, Even five feet. Yeah. It's big. So if it gets up to the, the, the curlier end of mm. that, geez, that's going to be heavy. That's right. And now, I mean, I'm not from the Gold Coast, so... Looking at the at the wave tracker, the swell forecast is a bit kind of guesswork for me. So someone who's up there and 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 watches that stuff regularly might have a better um, idea of what it's going to look like on on the weekend. Uh, but from what I've seen, 
it could be quite large, Tim. Cool. And that that'll be fun because that'll be that'll separate the men from the boys. That's what we've been talking about. Uh, there's this big argument that the Goldie sliders don't get on anything bigger than five five feet. Well, who started that? Well, <laughs> there was a there was a group chat between myself, Corey, and Trav. I think, uh, and Trav <laughs> sent a video in which. He said that oh, it was yeah. a certain height, and we were like, "Well, it's it doesn't look like it's that height." <laughs> um, and so, but I mean, it's all in good fun. We we want to have a bit of fun with it, and I think one day, if we ever get to do the state of origin, New South yeah. Wales versus Queensland, yeah. that would be really fun. And this is the kind of prequel to that. I want to start getting that banter going. It's, I think it's on its way, and yeah. I think Corey's had a lot to do with that. Is Corey coming? I don't think he's. He's booked a spot yet. No, I don't think that they're they're coming. In the end, I think it was just a bit hard with everything that's going on. Mm. And I can understand that. There's going to be plenty of people that go, well, I couldn't commit to it because I was afraid it might get cancelled. It's just, I mean, you go into the Goldie anyway and... I mean, you don't want to... If you're coming from New South Wales at the moment, I want to be pretty cautious as well because, mm. I mean, we may be asymptomatic. How 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 much of the COVID spread do we really know is going on? Uh, and I, I want to try and take those precautions. I've even started wearing a mask at work. We mm-hmm. don't have to wear those at the moment, um, but I've decided to. And yeah, I mean, we just have to be be careful. And as you said, it kind of has marred a bit of the yeah. uh, a bit of the fun of the whole event. Sure, yeah. But once we're there, oh, it's yeah. going to be great. The, the biggest dampener for me is that Melba's a shutdown. So where are we going to have the after party? <laughs> You're telling me. And that's another question we can ask. Why Trav. don't we get Trav on the phone now? Let's call him through. Trav Davis from Slide Handboards Australia. Uh, let's have a quick chat to him. Hello. Hey, Trav. It's Tim and Owie from the Body Surf Podcast. How you doing, mate? Hey guys, how are you going? Yeah, we're getting there, man. We're just getting ready to make the big trip up to the Gold Coast, and we're we're just talking about slide and and how everything's coming along. Now, I'm betting you've been running around like a mad thing, organising everything. How's the preparation been going? Yeah, it's been a lot to organise and a lot to, to plan. And um, as I said a few months ago, I'm just excited now that I'm actually, you know, I've got approval by council and I'm allowed to actually run a an event on the Gold Coast, which is fantastic for everyone that wanted to have an event this year. And this year's been pretty crappy right up until now. Mm. So um, we're, we're really excited for the weekend. How do you feel? And of- yet... Yeah, go ahead, sorry. And yes, I have been running around like a man. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know, but I got a, I've been in a lineup to have a shoulder reconstruction yeah. for about, about eight months. And I've just had that call up. So I'm two weeks into that. So I'm, I'm wing, I'm got a wing down at the moment, and I'm in a bit of pain. So that's adding to the fun where I can't drive and and can't do a few things. But you know, I'll have you guys there to help put up tents on Saturday. It'll be good. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you feel about us uh, traveling over the border? And uh, you know, we're dirty New South Welshmen bringing our, our COVID virus with us. Um, is are there any sort of issues there with travel? Have you heard much about that from the Queensland government? Uh, no, I've been I've been following everything I've had to follow and following what I have to do. And it, it, every morning you wake up and there seems to be a new spot 
within Sydney. Sydney's obviously a big area. Like they announced another sort of shire this morning was an area that cannot get into Queensland <laughs> yeah. straight away. And and then I quickly get on the map and think, I don't know who lives there <laughs> that mightn't be able to come and all that sort of thing. But um, I think at the moment there's 12 or 13 New South Wales mm. entries, which is pretty good. And it's actually the same as last year. Okay. Um, and as far as entries go, uh, last year I had 40 entered, which was, I had more entered, but a few didn't show up for some reason, but I had 40 at the event. This year I've got 36, um, and of all, and people can do two divisions. So I've actually mm. got, got roughly sort of 50 competitors this year if mm. you double up what people have entered. So it's turning out a little bit bigger than I actually thought it was going to be. <laughs> which is exciting. But as far as Corona goes, yes, it's a terrible thing and it's affecting us all, but there is none in Queensland. So every day you wake up and you hear a report, you know, there's another two in Sydney and there's another 500 in Victoria. So I feel sorry for those guys. But there's none here and it seems to be none getting here. They're doing everything right. So I'm just excited and happy to be able to run an event for handboarders this weekend and it's all looking very good. Yeah, that's exciting, Trav. Now, uh, if coronavirus isn't isn't a problem for us, I've had a look at the long-range forecast and it looks like there may be a bit of swell coming this weekend, which is great, but I just wanted to double-check how big are you allowed to run a comp in uh, and if it's too big at the um, designated spot, do we have a backup uh, beach or backup break? Um, well, I've surfed most of my life and I can follow the, the chart pretty well. And I, I reckon this weekend's going to be three to five feet on Saturday. Okay. But the, it's not going to be too big. And the swell direction is like south, southeast. So yeah. It, it, gets, it gets to our beaches, but it's a longer swell and it gets to our beaches not as big as, say, it gets to a Cabarita round the corner, you know. So it's not going to be big. Like yesterday and the day before, we had four, five, six-foot waves and the swell's not going to be that big. So it looks like being a fun day mm. and a safe day. The thing that's happened at the moment is the swell we got, which you guys got last week as well, is it's blasted our beaches. So the bank, the banks have always been out the back and there's been not much through the shore break because there's been so much sand. Well, the sand's now up the beach. So now there's a shore break back. So now that becomes that strategy of do I go out the back or can I stay in the shore and get a barrel, do a spin, have some fun? You've got two options. So it's, it adds to a little bit as well. So, mm. Matt, Matt, if it is big and you don't have to go out the back, you can stay in the shore and surf, <laughs> you know. Oh, up. stitch up. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, actually, to your credit, and I did say before, I saw Simon uh, riding in something overhead, which was which was good, and it, it bode well for um, for you, Sly guys. But at the end of the day, this is an individual event, so it it wouldn't matter um, who's surfing as long as as long as they're confident in their own ability. Uh, I mean, it's going to be yourself as an individual against them so i'm actually really excited for that and i haven't been in an individual comp for two three years now uh and i think it's a new experience for a lot of our budgie boys i mean your goldie sliders 
uh, did it last year. Uh, who do you think is the favourite running into this weekend's event? Well, there's some, there's some, it's quite interesting. If you look at the names, you know, there's the usual couple of big names, but there's five or six, seven, eight names that are actually entered that I have no idea who they are. <laughs> right. I cannot find them. I, I cannot find them on Instagram. I cannot find them on Facebook. So oh, these wow. phantoms that have entered and I have no idea who they are. And, and that's our sport. Like last year, to be honest, and Simon said it today in a funny Instagram post that he was in, was in in the heat last year with Dylan Kelly and no one knew who Dylan Kelly was. Mm. All of a sudden there's forward rolls, belly spins <laughs> and stuff that no one's ever seen. So um, as far as the Goldie sliders go, and the the last year has been a massive year of progression, and we've all seen it. Um, in the last year, so many guys were good, but now they've stepped it up. Hamish is a big one. I know Hamish is, you know, your biggest fan here, and he's listening now. Hamish, what he has progressed in the last year is phenomenal. Mm. You know, and Simon and Ben have always been the, the the better of the group, and you know Hamish is coming up behind him. We've got another guy, Harry. Which you guys wouldn't have wouldn't know much about. He's always been with us. He couldn't come down to Womp Off last year, but man, he's exceptionally good. Mm. Um, and they're just our guys. And we've got. I'm really happy we've got kids this year. We've got seven or eight kids entered. They're also very good. No one knows who they are. And then we've got Dylan, mm. who's who is a champion and and is a title. And we've also got Tom Ma, who is a champion and title holder as well. Yeah. So. Uh, um, it's, it's looking really exciting. And what I've tried to do with the draw this year is I've actually ranked ranked the competitors. I've tried to rank them on last year and what they've done in the past. So, you know, Dylan won last year. He's ranked number one. Mm. So last, last year, we didn't know who anyone was. So Ben mm. and I sat at the beach and we just pulled names out. And, you know, no one knew who was with anyone. But the last thing I want to do this year is have, uh, you know, Tom, Dylan, Ben and Hamish all in the first heat in the first day. And, <laughs> you know, so I've, I've ranked everyone, um, placed everyone and, yeah, started the process. Of, but I'm still taking entries. I've got another couple today and so that ruined that. And so that's all, all coming together. It's all exciting. And yeah. um, I've just, I've low-keyed it. Like last year I might have had seven or eight sponsors. This year, uh, Defend have obviously got the naming right. Slide, handboards, obviously. And spy eyewear. And spy eyewear are a fan of the sport. They come to me. Wow. So uh, they're a great bunch of guys. Hopefully he's coming up from Sydney to be in the event. Cool. Uh, they just love the sport. I've kept it low-key with sponsors. So I've got some good prizes. I've got some good trophies and good giveaways. And, you know, there's a the COVID side of things is going to kill us a little bit with yeah. the, the after party. I'm having trouble with that. <laughs> well, uh, um, Hamish has offered to have kick-ons at his place, so we might be rocking up to Hamish's place a bit later on in the night. Hamish has got a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> that, that could be interesting. Mate, as, but, long, um, as long as it's got a know. bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still planning that, but... I'm sure we'll get somewhere to go afterwards and, you know, have a have a beer and a yeah. nipple and have fun and talk about the day. Last year after the event, we were pretty lucky. The Gold Coast said he actually had this fireworks display for about an hour <laughs> and a half. It was a full competition and we were 
you know, I told the kids that I'd arranged it all and they were all excited, so it was good. Well, mate, if I can yeah. get coronavirus over the border, I can sneak in a few bungers too, so don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> now, Trav, can no, we... it'll be good if you got... If... Sorry. Just without giving too much away, are we able to sort of get an insight into how judging is going to work and who, who have you got on the judging panel? So I've got uh, Nigel Highland. He, he judged for me last year. He's actually on the WQS and the WCT judging board. So he's obviously not a body surfing judge, but he, he does duck competitions, boogie boarding competitions and surfing competitions. Wow. He's actually not the judge. Okay. He said he will stand behind the three that three judges, and he will, you know, he'll see Matt give Tim an eight, and he'll see me give Tim a two, and he'll go, "Hang on, boys, mm-hmm. you know that was clearly a, a, a four, you know." So I was low, he was high, and it gets centered out. So there'll be three judges. You get scored on your, you can catch ten waves. You get scored on your best two. It gets collated, and the two people progress but the, the good thing about slide fest is if you do if you don't happen to, to win the first round you get another gut so no matter what happens you're getting two mm. so you're getting you know you're getting a couple of heats in the water and you know it's a it's a really is a huge who shares wins event so you, you mentioned before how it's an individual event I, I saw guys last year high-fiving after a wave during a heat you know <laughs> yeah. like it we've got a pretty good and a good bunch of people and it's yeah. pretty exciting so I, I can't wait yeah and that's what yeah. those individual comps are all about now Trav just on the individual heats um, I was wondering if you could run us through an individual heat so how it's going to be scored how much time there is how many waves you can catch how many will be scored because I remember going into my first individual heat and even heats at uh, at Wampoff in which I didn't really know how to ride. I didn't know how to time it all out, how mm. to space it all out. I mean, I guess it's a bit easier in an individual competition than it is to a, a team comp. Um, but, yeah, if you could just run us through how um, a heat would be run uh, and if the finals and the final are going to be run any different. Yep, no worries. So I'd say with what we've got right now, we've got, I think we've got about 24 to 26 open competitors. Now, open competitors are anyone. For example, Ace is 10 years old. He's in the juniors and the opens. Alana is in the juniors and the opens. So there's a crossover. So we've got the opens. Is, is there anyone that wanted to go in it? So we've got ladies in the lot. So there's four people in a heat, excluding the first heat. You get 15 minutes to get in the water. So you're out the back. You all acknowledge us. And we start the heat. We put a flag up. Okay. So there's a, I think it's a yellow flag goes up for the first 10 minutes of the heat. And there's a green flag that goes up for the last five minutes of the heat. So if you haven't got a watch on, you know, 15 minutes heat, you know, there's 10 minutes of whichever way I said it, yellow. And then it's five minutes of green. And when red goes up, the heat's over. And the, and the plan is, is I've got um, Keeler, but obviously supplied all my gear again and, the next heat is already in the water, and it can. If everyone's waving and scores are easy, you're pretty much starting the next heat straight away. Okay. So it rolls. It rolls pretty quick. So what will happen in the first heat is the first heat, the winner of the first heat, will skip the elimination of the second heat. So if you're good enough to win the first heat, you'll jump to round three. 
and then the rest will battle it out in the round two, and then they will move into the round three. So if you, if you do want to win the first heat, hmm. you get to skip the round where you go home. Yep. But it just progresses from, I think it goes eight, six, eight, four, two, one. 15-minute heats and four per, four people in a heat all the way through. So, yeah, we'd, I've just got to work all that out now. As I say, because of the year and what's happened, I've let people... Last year, we'd shut entries off by now, so mm. it was all planned, but now I've got a few options of who's going to enter and and how we're going to sort of scale it out. The juniors, I've got four or five kids, so it's basically just going to be a final for those kids. <laughs> so I might find a gap through the day or in a shore break during the Opens, just grab a few judges down the beach and say, go kids, you know, and... They can go down and have their heat. And the ladies, there's a, there's a heat in the ladies as well. At the moment, there's only four or five in that as well. So I'll probably just do a final in, in that. The over-45s has been interesting. There's been quite a few uh, few guys and ladies enter that. So that's a little... I was, after last year's event, I was asked for ladies and an older heat and a kid's heat. So this year, I've, I've been able to do it. So Yeah, yeah. cool. So... We, so... We, we'll, out of 50 and end up with one. Yeah, cool, Trav. Um, it really sounds, yeah, quite like like a quite a, a big event. Um, how long do you reckon the day will go for? Uh, what time are we kind of starting? What time do you need to get to the beach? What time does the sun rise on the Gold Coast at this time? Because every time I go to the Gold Coast, the sun's at about midday position <laughs> at 4 a.m. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that like it's because it's a big day. And, I mean, we've had big days out in the sun before and then you get a couple of beers into you in the afternoon and it's a downhill from there. So, yeah, just give us a little yeah. bit of perspective about how the day is going to progress. So I can, I can plan it out that we've got, 35, 40 heats for the day at 15 minutes each. And I believe it goes from seven till two with gaps. So it should be all over. Last year it was all over at 2.30 and then at three o'clock there was a massive storm that worked well. <laughs> so this year um, the, the Goldie Sliders are, you know, the Goldie Sliders family is pretty good. We're all there at five o'clock and we bang our five or six tents up and set everything up and, and get ready and, 6.30, I'll have a bit of a, a chat like um, just to fill everyone in. And then at 7 o'clock, I'm hoping to, to start the first heat. So as far as the sun up, you can see it around 6 now. It was 6.30. It's come back now. We've sort of turned that turned the corner. And, you know, I paddled out a couple of weeks ago at 6, or 6 o'clock and I could see fine. So the sun doesn't come up till about 20 past 6. It's chilly in the morning. <laughs> so don't get me wrong, yeah. The morning, you know, you wear your wetsuit because of the car park cold more than the water cold, but, you know, it's all there. It's all set up, ready to go. And where we – the Goldie Sliders home ground is what we've named the slab. They put a new car park in with this big slab, and that's what we've named it. And that actually looks like it's going to be the best banks at the moment. So we're actually going to be right there. You're, you're actually – similar to, say, where you guys – guys go up Cronulla there, you're up above the waves, you're looking down, it's easy to see, it's easy mm. to score, it's all sort of ready to go. And after last year, like last year, oh, it, I was shitting myself, like it was hectic. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I'd been in surf comps and done all that sort of stuff, but until you're running your own, it's, 
it's, it's a different thing. And last year I was running around with my head cut off. And the worst thing I did last year was go in the event. So I'm actually happy I'm not in it because mm. that, that makes things a little bit easier for me. But going off last year and learning from last year, this year should be uh, a lot easier. So we've got a good crew here. And through my wife, she'll help out. My mum and dad are here. So we're, um, yeah, we, I'm getting offers from everyone to help. So it's all, um, it's all pretty easy. I'm just looking forward to meeting new people and watching everyone have some fun. And we, we sit up here and we watch what's going on in Victoria and, and what's starting to happen in New South Wales. And this could be the last uh, handboard body surf event. Anything could be anything for the last thing for the whole year. So we're going to make the most of it. And, you know, we're not sure whether we'll be able to go into New South Wales in the next few months. Mm. So we're just, we're just going to have some fun, you know. So yeah. the boys are all excited and the boys are all practicing. And, you know, you can see obviously the Instagram movies and stories the boys are putting together. They're all excited. But, you know, the boys want to do well, have fun. The boys want to win. Now, we, now, Trav, uh, some of us are driving, some of us are j- jumping on a plane. We don't, we don't have a lot of room to, to bring a lot of gear, so mm. we won't be bringing wetsuits. We'll be jumping in with budgies. You, you mentioned yes. it's cold in the morning. Uh, do you think we're going to be all right jumping in the water? It's going to be – like, the water's still 20 degrees. Okay. I don't know what Sydney is. I don't know what Sydney is, but Sydney's probably 16 or 17 by now. I don't know. It's say, it's, they're saying it's 16 in Sydney. I jumped in the other day and I swear it was about 14. But then it came back up. Today okay. I jumped in and it was, I reckon it was about 17. I was wearing a wetsuit. Um, yeah. But we're, see, Timmy, we're used to like 23, <laughs> you know. So And Goldie's at 20. Yeah. I mean, it's it's increasing what we're used to here, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're going to – no, Hamish and Simon went out on, I think, I don't even know what day it is now, so Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon. And Simon wore a steamer, Hamish wore his um, belly slaters. So, and he got in, and I watched Hamish get in, he was cold, mm. but then he was still out here an hour and a half later. So the sun was out, and most people wear wetsuits here because the car park's cold. <laughs> mm, right. And, yeah. I mean, you guys are acclimatised, so, so we're coming up from the south we should theoretically feel warmer in the yeah. water and we're only yeah. in there and for they're 15 minute heats mm-hmm. so you can get out rug yeah, up so you're in the water for 25 minutes you're in the water for 25 minutes you're out you can you know have a coffee whatever you do when yeah. you get out yeah. you get yeah. warm but <laughs> and I'm, I'm still a believer you definitely hand handboard better in swimmers than you do in a wedding yeah. oh, big time. a lot a lot freer and you know but some people have some people don't like the cold. Ace doesn't like the cold. He'll have, probably have a steamer on, you know, and mm. oh, Hamish probably won't. But everyone's different. And, but as I say, there's a dozen Sydney guys that are coming up. It doesn't worry me if you don't bring fins, board, wetsuit or anything. We're, it's all here. So, mm. um, yeah, whatever you don't have, we've, we've got. We're a good bunch of blokes up here. We'll... Make sure you got a wedding if you want one. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I'll be I'll be borrowing a grom a few for the day because uh, everyone has to compete with a handboard, which makes the the event very unique. So, um, I'll yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll grab a board a few of the day. Are you going to pack something with with you, Owie? Yeah, I'll probably pack um my my trusty war, which I I ride. Uh, but it's each to their <coughs> own, really. I mean, uh, up there, you guys are going to if if a lot of people don't have 
any gear. And uh, Trav, as you've just said, if you don't have a handboard, mm. there's going to be some around. Yeah. So um, in the wave pool earlier in the year, got to run through the whole range pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, like there's some good boards that you can get up there for any type of wave. So the quiver's available. Yeah. Um, and if you're worried yeah. about that, uh, if you're worried about space even, maybe just pack your sluggos, yeah. jump on a plane. That's it. And you're ready to go. Trav, before we let you go, have you got one last piece of advice for any new uh, newcomers to the competition? Um, things that maybe you, you learnt from last year. What, what do you reckon uh, would really help us out on the day? Oh, just enjoy it. Like <laughs> when, your heat, when your heat's finished, go and speak to someone that had the heat two ways before, two weeks before and just, just, just get to know more people. I mean, you're going to learn in the water and have fun, but it's quite interesting. Like, I can go handboarding tomorrow and we can go out and if you stand on the beach, if us three stand on the beach now and we say, let's go out and catch a couple of waves in 15 minutes, you just laugh at the fact that when you're out in the water and you're in a heat and the, top, the clock's ticking down and you've got three other guys in the water with you, it becomes a, a different sort of adrenaline rush. Well, hang on a minute, I've got to pull my finger out here and I'm the sort of guy and the boys will be laughing at the telly and I'll, I'll wait an hour for the best wave of the day. <laughs> but in, in a competition, you've yeah. got to get quick quick waves and, and have fun. But uh, it's not about, you know, I just want people there having fun and learning the sport because if more people learn the sport, at the end of the day, more people will buy Defin, more people will buy Slide, more people will listen to the podcast and <laughs> eventually everyone everyone wins. So but I know a lot of people have the motto, who shares wins, and that's what it is. You know, like, and I'm sure um, Tom was away last year. I was studying. He, he couldn't come, but his dad entered and his brother entered. This year, Tom's in. Tom's on team Defin. If you wanted to know anything about Defin, I'm sure Tom would sit down. Mm. and spend half an hour with you and tell you about it. And it is a slight event, and I'm, I, it doesn't worry me. I, Ricky had a display of war at the event last year. That doesn't worry me at all. I'm, I, I own Slide Handballs Australia. I'm backed by a great company. It's just about everyone bringing whatever they want. Yep. Harry, who I'm tipping Harry, Harry Gordon, I'm tipping him as one of the favourites. He handshaked his own. Oh, smoky. they are amazing. I like yeah. that. That's great. Well, and they are amazing, so... Thanks so much for your, yeah. your time, Trav. I can't wait to uh, catch up with you and have a beer after the comp and hopefully you can just have a sigh of relief and relax and, and enjoy the, the, the rest of the day with us. No, it will be good and I'm looking forward to the to the commentary and what you do and you know, I'm looking forward to the next couple of days and seeing if Owen man's up and enters because he's still um <laughs> still not there yet. Mate, so you gotta save yeah. the best to last, mate. <laughs> 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 no, it should be good. So um, I'm excited, and I've got you know we've got people coming along to you know take photos, and we've got people coming along to do drone stuff. So um, yeah, I haven't known what to plan due to COVID, and I've still got to organise a couple of things. But it's all all looking really good. So um, I'll have lifeguards there first day there, and fun. So yeah, can't wait. So. I think I've got to go and get Tim from the airport at some silly time <laughs> on Friday Friday night. So, um, yeah, look forward to that too. So, uh, Thanks, Trav. We'll, eight, see, we'll eight, see you eight, there. Looking forward to you, Tim. Oh, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a good hang. We'll, uh, we'll catch you very soon in the Goldie, but uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Hope you don't stress out too much and we'll catch you very soon. All good. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Appreciate it. 
Trav Davies from Slide Handboards Australia. And what, what some great, great advice, and I think that was my advice for everything we've ever done, is just hang out with your buddies and have a chat. Yeah, just wing it. Just, that's what it's all about. Now, you have not entered, so Trav isn't able to place you in a heat. I hope he puts you in a hard heat. <laughs> yeah, I'd love right. to see Lee. you against Dylan Kelly and Tom Marr and oh, all well, the we big know boys. How that's, we know how that's going to go. I'm not going to go any good. They're, but, they're but really good body servants. How great is that? You get a second chance. If you don't yeah. go through and only one person from each heat's going through, have another mm. crack. And, and that's how we might be able to slide our way in yeah. to a grand final. Well, That's, that's exciting. It. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've got to spread the budgie boys very thin at this event <laughs> if we've got any chance. Yeah, actually, that's good. We hedge our bets. If we're in each heat, we'll get a few of us through and then, mm. again, fill us out again. Oh, that could work. Yeah, but unless we come last, second yeah. last. Th- <laughs> and then it'll be a very quick day. Yeah, very quick day. Uh, uh, but I'm excited. So excited now after having that chat. Um, I really want to compete now after hearing that. Um, I love that idea of the heat doesn't start till you're all ready because I'm like going to get caught in a rip. Well, we had the example of Bondi last year in which (laughs) he used half of his heat time just trying to swim out, Mm. then got tired, returned to the beach, (laughs) and we were going to go up and carry him back in celebration that he at least didn't die. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say to Trav uh, just about how the heat's kind of... Uh, were scored. I was going to ask that question. Now, my th- my theory is that it's a freestyle event, so it's going to combine ride time, barrel time, tricks. Mm. So if you're doing a combination of those three, you're going to score well. Uh, but, but let's talk about that because... I think there's a few things that there's a hierarchy of how you score. Well, it's, that's what I wanted to ask. It's got yeah. to be wave. Mm. Wave selection is number one. If yeah. you pick a screamer of a wave and you ride it well, don't mm. worry about doing a trick. Mm. You just got to just ride it as long as possible. Now, if the surf isn't great or you picked a dodgy wave, then throw in some tricks for sure. That's going to yeah. boost your score. But I don't think tricks are always necessary. Now, there are some guys who are going to be doing crazy tricks. We heard mm. that someone's going to be doing belly spins and front flips and all that sort of stuff. That's going to be exciting to see. And as a spectator, I'm keen to see that. As a surfer, though, I'm thinking get in there and ride as hard and as big as possible because mm. that's the way I've watched surfing, competition surfing, that's what scores. And I'm thinking that's similar. Well, it's a very. I think it's a very... Sydney East Coast sort of way of riding and we've spoken about before how we actually watched a lot of bodyboarders and uh, even surfers Mm. in the Cronulla area and the idea of surfing in the mid to late 90s even early 2000s in Cronulla was go big Mm. or don't go out at all it doesn't matter how many things you can do on the wave pick the biggest wave possible and if you get hurt, that's bonus. <laughs> like if you wipe out, that's what people want to see. And that's what gave you the kind of accolades mm. and pushed you to the top. Uh, so I think that we have a little bit of that where we're like, all right, we want to see big and we want to see it ridden well. Yeah, uh, It's interesting. And if you come off, even better. Uh, I know what you're saying, mm. but that doesn't kind of go to all the different ideas of body surfing. I even spoke to Uga today and he's like, you know what I really like riding? I just like riding that wave that doesn't fully come into a, um, a full barrel. It just kind of is curling over at the top and it's a long, long, mm. slow ride. And I'm like, that's a bit boring for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I kind of like it a bit heavier. 
and my favorite part of the wave riding experience is actually when I fall off. <laughs> and so it's the washing machine underneath the wave. But that doesn't score points. It doesn't score points, no. but that's my favorite point of body surfing. And yeah. I have the fear of going all the way. You're a sadist. That's yeah. weird. I know it's weird, but I'm just saying it because people like different oh, yeah. waves and different ride types. I think traditionally speaking, and when you, you're talking about competitions, there is a way of scoring it. Now, um, Trav mentioned uh, Hamish, but I also want to give Ben a shout out. When we saw these guys surfing uh, a while ago when we went to Melbourne, these guys were doing some really cool tricks, but were still riding the wave superbly. Mm. So is that going to score well? Do a trick at the start of your ride, catch the wave like a pro, and then do a trick at the end. Because mm. that way you don't compromise the wave. That's right. But am I giving away too many tips? Your tips and tricks. Well, that's what we're here to do. People are listening to this on their way to Slidefest. So we want to be able to give us as, as many tips as possible, Tim. If you're going to... Uh, be selfish about it, then oh, I don't want you on the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's my podcast; it's our podcast. This is our baby. I'm, I'm, I'm here to I'm here to give, but like here's the thing as well. Like I, I think if we look at the past of competition winners, you mentioned Dylan Kelly, absolute pro, did some really crazy things last year, and that obviously scored well. If we look at other competitions, like when you went to Noosa and Womp Off, uh, the Hawaiians can do these crazy things. So. I think it's really, and, and this is this goes for every comp I've been involved in because there's never been great surf, make do with what you've got. So, yeah, whatever's there on the day, just give it a go. If it's big, go for some huge mm. barrels and just sit in there and, and that's obviously going to score well. Uh, if, if it's a bit smaller, yeah, chuck in some tricks. Or if you're that good to do tricks in a barrel, mm. go for go that. For What's, the thing is you talked about wiping mm. out and how much you love that. What's the correct way to wipe out in a competition? With surfing, at the end, they sort of do like a big aerial and they just get they mm. fall in the wash. They kind of land it but keep riding. Mm. When is it the end of a wave? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I used the example of um, Kialii in Wampoff last year. Now, <laughs> he rode a wave that you would put your three-year-old yeah. kid on. Yeah. And half of us, maybe even more than half of us, would have pulled off that wave and started swimming out the back. He proceeded to do two spins, a front flip, and then pulled across mm. and got covered up in a little mini shorey barrel. Yeah. The wave's never over, Tim. Yeah. But yeah, true. here's what Trav said. He goes, he'll wait out the back for half an hour to get the best wave of the day. I have that problem yeah. too. And you don't have that luxury at a comp. No, that's right. So my suggestion would be uh, get out there, ha wait for the sets, the, the first set to come through, work out, even watch it on the beach. If you're watching it on the beach and it's a, um, a three-wave set consistently, you know that there's going to be three waves in that set. So the first one might be a bit crumblier, um, and that pulls all the water off the reef. I think of Suck Rock, for instance. If we get a, if you get a three or four wave set at Suck Rock, you never go the first wave because it always will end with you in the break zone. The second wave pulls all the water off the reef. That's the hollow one. That's the one you want to pick. You can even go the third one, but then you're getting a bit of the white water chop on mm -hmm. top of it. So you need to watch it on the beach. When you get out there, you want to be, if you're in, um, 
the right position. And I don't know if there's going to be um, priority. I didn't ask Trav that because in a lot of surfing comps, there might be, if you're in a one-on-one heat, there might be a priority in which someone got the last wave so you can get the next one and you have priority to oh. select that. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen and it normally doesn't in a body surfing. No. Well, um, we, we heard the famous story about Uga out swimming Ricky. Mm. So it was all about the positioning. And that's, that's right. That's how you get priority, yeah. And if you are on the inside of a wave... Uh, it's the closest to the the peak that has the priority. Mm. So there'll be deductions for people who drop in. Uh, But watch it. And if you try and pick what wave in the set you think is going to be the better for the style in which you want to ride. So if the first one's a bit crumblier and you want that longer ride where you can do a couple of spins on Mm. it, take the first one. If you want one that's a bit more hollow and... um, it kind of walls up a little bit, get the second one. Um, There's so much you can do just by watching the previous sets. Now, I remember at Womp Off last year, I was in the first set and uh, I had a quite traumatic experience the the previous week to that. I was moving house. I can't really remember a lot of it and I was exhausted. But I remember swimming out and the waves were only like two or three foot max. Wind slop. I've swum out in much bigger... Uh, but I got out the back and I literally thought I was going to have to swim back in because I was so tired and all the um, adrenaline just left my body. Mm. So try and calm those nerves down at the start as well. If you're nervous about swimming out in the comp, remember it's just a bit of fun. Oh, yeah. um, you want to swim well, but try and not use too much energy in the initial swim out. Mm. And I think it's a great idea that they're going to wait till everyone's in the water and ready yeah. to yeah. put the flag up. That's great. I think that's going to, as you said, will help Bondi. Bondi, if you're listening, take it easy, champion. But um, <laughs> I, I think that's great for everyone. And I wonder, like, is everyone going to just paddle out together and have a bit of a chat and just take it? I'll be doing dog, doggy paddle. I'll oh, yeah. I'll be taking it very easy. But uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just hoping my back's better by then because um, at this stage I probably can't compete. Um, it's, it's that bad. So, mm. And that's okay. I'm happy to go and hang with the boys and, and, and uh, commentate and do some fun stuff. But if I'm feeling better, I've got a few more physio appointments. If I'm feeling better, oh, my goodness, I cannot wait to do some very silly things in the water. <laughs> and out of the water. Oh, yes. Should we have a bit of a chat about the after party? Now, Hamish has offered his place. Apparently, it's a one-bedroom apartment, so that's not going to work with uh, 60 blokes. Did he say that place or the place he's bought with his missus? Has he got a new place? Oh, I think he's out in the country somewhere, isn't he? But that's in that's in New South Wales. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know. But, uh, you know, they're... they're Pubs and clubs are still open and, and Queensland probably has uh, less restrictions than New South Wales. So I'm mm. thinking we'll be able to find a place for a schnitty and a beer, as now, Trav said. Did you bring your sniper rifle this time? Oh, I don't like this story. <laughs> I don't like this story at well, all. Well, it only happened once. I, I'm not, we don't go into the full thing, but Tim and I went out for a 4X. We didn't get a 4X. We got a Carlton Draft for some stupid reason after talking about how many 4Xs we were going to drink. And then we went to Macca's and some guy got snipered. Yeah. The guy died. I, I don't think he died. <laughs> no, he died. Oh, did he die? <laughs> he died. Oh, gee. And Owie's sitting there complaining that the soft serve machine's not working and this guy who's working at McDonald's yeah. is not only getting paid like $4.90 an hour, he's traumatised that this guy's head's been blown yeah. off. Have you seen... No, it wasn't a head. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that that um, meme at the moment? It's the guy dancing in front of the like chick on the ground getting choked. 
No. It's pretty it's pretty full on. And then like someone comes like cops come along with a baton and like hit him off. It was kind of like that, but I was the dancing guy <laughs> arguing about my nuggets. <laughs> my apple pie, sorry. Uh, and yeah, someone was getting snipered in the stomach. Uh, now Google that if you didn't think that happened, Gold Coast. Yeah. It happened. It would have been 2011. Mm. Yeah. And we thought it was our mate because he'd left early. Yeah, we, we, did we even give him a call? Hey, mate, you are right? Yeah. He was all right. Yeah, we got a late checkout. But no, no that's, that's my favourite part of the story. We're hung as. And I think you just go, oi. And he just picked up the phone. <laughs> Late checkout thing and put it like it yeah. was. It was just perfect timing. Yeah, we it were was, so stoked for the late checkout. You know how long t- they gave us? Fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Need to really come and clean the room for the next people who coming uh, coming in. It yeah. was <laughs> checking like, in on a Sunday. Yeah, there were a thousand hotels open with no one there. Mm. I, I I love Queensland. I love the Gold Coast. I used to always go there for a family vacation as a kid, so I've got fond memories of it. I've never really checked out many beaches, um, so I'm excited to go to the the world famous slab. Isn't that great that we get to go there? Hopefully, there's some cafes and things we can get a bit of grub and and sit back and watch some amazing body surfing. I think it's incredible that you know we could just jump on a plane or just drive up and see some world class body surfing. We've been so blessed that a lot of the competitions have come to us. We've never mm. really had the travel. You've had a small trip, but we've never really had the travel too much. And it's cool to jump on a plane and, and do something a bit different. And and we're on their territory. I think. Ben and Hamish, the Goldie Sliders, just have that advantage. They know the spot. They know the water. They they know the taste of the salt in the ocean and mm. what causes the, the saltiness of mm. the ocean. Yeah. And they just love getting around it. Mm. And I think they're going to smash it. Now, there's some big names, obviously, that we've spoken about. But I think there's a few underdogs that are going to come good. I'm 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 thinking Jesse Mawson might sneak in and, and do do some cool things, especially because Max the is going to be there to, to slow him down. Um, Trav talks big ups about this bloke Harry. I'm going to keep an eye on him, and then obviously Tom Mar, Dylan Kelly, yourself. Uh, it's yeah, uh, little Ace who's going to be competing, I guess, in the open. I don't want to go against Ace. <laughs> opens and in the, in the yeah. kids' event. Um, I think that's going to be really fun to watch. And um, there's a few other uh, young people. Uh, I think part of the the Slide and Keel family that we should keep an eye. Mm. It's just been it's going to be amazing. All you know, every time we go out for a body surf, let alone a body surf event, mm. it's just so much fun. Have you ever had a bad time body surfing? Actually, don't answer that. Sometimes you get a bit aggro. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I tell you what, there were a couple of aggro surfers out at a Budgie Boys meet oh, the other day, apparently. Typical. Yeah, yeah. And you know, why? Mm. I don't get it. Like, the main thing surfers have a problem with is when they're on a wave, which is fair enough, they're on a wave and people get in the way. Yeah. But they're not used to having body surfers be able to duck dive so deep underneath them. So they think that it's a surfer or a body border. Yeah. Uh, and so they pull off the wave and then they get angry at us saying, oh, you're in the way. We have to sit more inside than mm. them because we don't have that initial speed for mm. the takeoff. So we're always going to be on the inside. If you're surfing a reef break, you're probably going to be there. Um, but surfers just get so angry. And you explain to them, listen, mate, just run run me over, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm all good. Like, I'm sweet. I, there's no problem with it. And then they can either choose to go, oh, yeah, sweet, and they just carry on and do their, their thing. 
or they get really grumpy about it, which is 99 times out of 100, they're getting really grumpy mm. about it. You've had a couple of times, Timmy. It's, it's why I gave it up. I used to stand up surf, and I wasn't that bad at it. Like, I wasn't anything special, but I could get up, and I could have a bit of a, mm. a, a shred and a carve and all that sort of thing, and I did enjoy it, and I, it's, I loved getting in the water, but I had to give it up because it was getting aggressive, mm. and, uh, and and this was before sort of body surfers were hanging around, but um, you would often come out next to me, and, you know, people would, yeah, have goes and all this sort of stuff, and it was just hard to get a wave. Yeah, you know, people fighting for ways, and when we have a body surfing event, whether we have a competition or we have a, we've got our own bank or we go to a wave pool, the vibe's different when it's yeah. just body surfers. There's oh, so much time. more love and mm. acceptance, and also like, hey, we're all going to get a wave. Don't stress. Have a go. Mm. And people are calling you onto waves. Yeah, they're not saying get off. Yeah, they're going get on, buddy. Well, my big problem with surfers is the the paddle, 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 pull off. Pull off. Yeah. Like caused every single other person in the lineup mm. to stop what they're doing and then they pull off the wave of the day. Mm. Or they paddle, 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 fall off. That's another one. I can kind of have a bit of sympathy for that because yeah. at least they went. But the pull the yeah. pullback method, I'm not about it. I never will be. What about when you've got right of way, a surfer drops in on you, but then they, they see you're on it. Mm. Sometimes they do get off, but it's sometimes a bit too late. Like you've you've still got to pull off as well because you don't want there to be a collision. Mm. It's tricky. Sometimes they do give you right of way, like, but sometimes they're like, mate, you don't have a surf craft. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, and there's there's still a bit of that, you know. There's There, there will always be that animosity between the stand-up surfers and the body boarders, I think the That's kind of, a big beef. Yeah, and that's like, a huge beef. They get into punch-ups and yeah. stuff. I don't think we've ever been that bad, but oh, surfers and body boarders, they get... Because mm. there's some body boarders out there that shred. Mm. And when they don't get the respect from surfers, they just go, catch you later. Here's, mm. here's a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> I'm not condoning violence, but it's yeah. what happens, That's especially what happens. in Cronulla. So um, luckily, I don't think there's ever been any violent issues with body surfers. No. But um, as I said, you know, we, we are kind of the plebs of the sea and mm. we, we are often sacrificing waves and sacrificing fun for people who by the looks of their face, don't even want to be there because they're not having yeah. a good time. But I think that I think the old idea of ownership of breaks is slowly dying. Mm. I mean, when I do go to the Central Coast, one of the breaks has a lookout and on the lookout says, no blow-ins, F off blow-ins. Now, that's a very old idea of yeah. like, I grew here, you flew here, I don't... I yeah. don't want you here on my home break. Mm. I just, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm coming there once in a blue moon. Mm. I'm not bringing a thousand blokes. I might bring two or three, but we're surfing it one time, one day out of the year. And I get there's, there's breaks that are pretty kind of protected and it's very localised. I get it. You're not kind of posting it on Facebook. For instance, Corey has been chatting about how Cape is just becoming a circus because the mystique of its fear is gone. Mm. And whenever a big swell comes, there's 30 or 40 blokes on it. There, there used to be four. Yeah. Now, I think that we have to kind of put our hand up a little bit and <laughs> say, listen, maybe we caused some of that. Getting a lot of body surfing shots on breaks like that 
putting it on there, even if it's not tagged, people can work out where it is. Mm. It's a very iconic wave. But it's there's never 40 body surfers out there. No, that's right. But saying that, people go, oh, well, if a body surfer can surf it, mm. then of course I can surf it. We have to put our hand up a little bit there. And I get that there's, as I said, there's localised breaks that are a bit of a secret. Yeah. But it's like some blokes are getting up me because I'm tagging Bronte. I'm like, mate... I can drive past Bronte in a car yeah. and look out the window and see that it's breaking. It's hardly a secret. Yeah, that's, you know? that's ridiculous. But I think that's where that idea come from, comes from. It's like, oh, yeah, I've been surfing this since I was four. Whoop-de-doo, mate. Like, yeah. grow a set. <laughs> well, I've got the issue that I look very European. I look very English. And I jump in with me togs on white as a ghost with me flaming red hair and the lifeguards will have a go at me and go, oh, mate, don't go in there. <laughs> You'll get yeah. caught in a rip or whatever. But, you know, I've grown up here. I, I know the surf pretty well. I'm a pretty decent swimmer. So that's something I've always battled with. But when I've taken the show on the road, like I remember as a kid, uh, I was probably around 17 years old, I surfed a reef break at uh, Sussex Inlet and went with a few mates. We had a great little surf. No one was there. We went during the day. No one was there. We came in and a few of the locals saw us surfing it and um, they tracked us down and threw paint on uh, my mate's car. White paint on a black car. Yeah. So, uh, and then they were sort of hassling us for a while every time we went for a swim and stuff. So we went to the police station. Now, there was no one at the Sussex Inlet police station. You honestly ring a buzzer that goes through to another nearby police station <laughs> and and no one answered the call mm. but these blokes saw us going to the police station had a go at us like yeah. you threw paint on our car yeah. champion yeah. you committed a crime yeah like and it, over a, a surf break that you weren't even surfing yeah and and like sussex you know it's not, again not a secret it's yeah. a it's a good little surf spot like people at foster they don't it's a holiday destination they know that but they're locals they live there but when people come they're pretty warm and welcoming and that's great yeah it's not hard to be nice and it's not hard to share as i said i get it i really get it you get people from out of town they come surf the spots and tell 20 of their mates you should surf this spot it's really really good i really get it i understand but there's just no need for it mm. like do you reckon we're going to cop a bit, head into uh, the Gold Coast? The Goldie, yeah. And probably, and we deserve it. <laughs> fair, that's fair. Like, Bondi deserves a lot of it. <laughs> I just hope, because we're coming home in his car, I hope he doesn't lock his keys in again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you'll be walking home, boys. Yeah, that's right. And he's got a little, what's he drive? A Mini. The Mini, yeah. It's we're going to fit five blokes Are in a Are you really? Apparently. With all your gear. With all our gear. Good luck, mate. I'll be yeah. sitting in the, the the first class lounge, smoking a cigar. Oh, are you sitting in the cl- yeah. first class lounge? I'll try, I always try and sneak in. There's always ways of. Mm. You just wear a suit and you you say you're uh, <laughs> you say you're the bloke from Neighbours. What's his name? What's that guy's name? Adderall. Toady. <laughs> yeah, the big toadfish. Toadfish. Let me in. I'm toadfish. We <laughs> you don't, don't do look it. anything like <laughs> toadfish. Uh, no, I was thinking Millsy. Rob Mills. Oh, Rob Mills. Oh, yeah. And God rest his soul. <laughs> What is Millsy doing these days? I think he's I think he's on a soap opera. Yeah. Just not sure. He was on both, I think, at one stage. So, yeah, yeah I'm not sure what he's up to. But uh, he's a good bloke. I like Millsy. Yeah, he was uh, Australian Idol. Yeah, like first season? First season. I think it was like top ten. I don't think he did. Great season, that. Guy Sebastian. Everyone did well, didn't they? Um, Shannon, Shannon Noll. Noll. Um Lisa Mitchell. Co- Constantine? 
Constantine. <laughs> who came third, who That's pulled right. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paula Abdul. Yeah. No, wait, Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul. Paulini? Paulini. Isn't Paula <laughs> Abdul like uh, an American? She yeah, is. Yeah. Paulini. Paulini, Paulini. <laughs> Didn't – someone got done. Someone in Young Divas mm. got done for trying to bribe uh, uh, a driving instructor to do the test. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. You guys don't care yeah, about go- young divas. Yeah, Google that. Uh, <laughs> you know the the song that they released. Um, Who? Uh, Guy Sebastian. Uh, Angels brought me here. Angels brought me here. Now that was written by uh, John Ford. No, it wasn't. Well, John. Yeah. No. He was involved in it. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Composed no, it. but um, Mark, the, the the judge, what's his name? Yeah, Mark. Oh, touchdown. Yeah, Touchdown. <laughs> Mark Touchdown. <laughs> hey, Touchy, get over here. Yeah. Write us a song, sweetheart. No, the name's escaping me. Anyway, he wrote that. Yep. I thought Johnny was involved in it as well. I'm sure he would have been. Yeah. And isn't that mean? To give Shannon Nolan Guy Sebastian a song that clearly tailored to Guy's mm. range. And Shannon still gave it a good hot go. And it is on YouTube. His version. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? I was very surprised that Guy Sebastian mm. won. I know he's back in the news now for a bit of nepotism, but um Yeah. Should we play the um the show out with a bit of no, uh, no, no. <laughs> for copyright reasons, no. You can you can maybe sing it with alternate lyrics. Oh yeah. That might get through. Yeah. But, yeah, I just think I was, you know, think about the show, Australian Idol. You've got this true blue Aussie blow singing yeah. like Barnsley up there and Guy Sebastian wins. Now, Guy Sebastian, one of the best singer-songwriters, musicians, whatever you want to call him A out great there. cricket player. <laughs> he is, him and his really? brother are really wow, good at cricket. I did not know that. Yeah, so Chris recently, his brother, won The Voice. Mm. which is uh, He was in a few singing comps and now he's finally got a show that has not produced any talent ever. Mm. Name one person from The Voice that's got a record deal. No uh, one. No one's put out anything. Mark Vincent. No. Was he on The Voice? No. He's an old guy. Uh, he might have been like a mentor but he's been around forever. Oh, Grace. Well, she, yeah, but she didn't get... Did she get far? I'm not talking in the microphone anymore. Grace, yeah. But she did. She, but I think she did. She wasn't a, in the finals. Yeah, and she did a lot on her own terms mm. and produced her own stuff and then got more in the independent music scene. Yeah. But The Voice, I'll tell you what, this show keeps going on, but no one's getting careers out of it. And it just mm. shows you it's more, more about the ratings and the drama than actually producing talent. Yeah. If you want to make it in the music industry, go to TAFE. Go, go, <laughs> this, absolutely. And you know who went to TAFE? Our good mate, Citizen Kane. Oh, he did. Citizen Kane? Uh, Citizen K. <laughs> great rapper. He went to... Great movie. Canberra's equivalent on TAFE, which is called, I think, CIT. And he's a huge producer, rapper now. This is what you got to do. If you want to make it in the music industry, especially in hip-hop, become a sick freestyle rapper mm. and go on American Breakfast Radio and do like 10, 20-minute freestyle raps. Yeah. But it's got to be amazing. Yeah. That's how you make it. Mm. So if anyone, aspiring musicians, learn how to freestyle rap and go on American breakfast radio shows mm. and you'll be up on YouTube, it will go viral and boom, you'll be a star. Maybe we should uh, release a little uh, playlist 
for everyone driving to slide. Oh, yeah, we did we that. We could do yeah. a Spotify playlist. What would we know what's on it. So it's uh, Shannon Knowles' version yeah, of... Only Shannon, not only guys. Shannon Knowles' version of Angels Brought Me Here. Um, Why don't we put Hayden, James and Grace in there? Because that's a great Oh, that's song. a banger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, I'm in Queensland by, by Chappelle Corby. Corbs, that's yep. got to be in there. Uh, now, anything from... I'm thinking something from LMFAO, because that was sort of our scene when oh, we were party back, rock back in the day at Melbourne. And then yeah. you've got uh, Champagne Showers. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, Champagne yep. Showers is a crowd favourite for us. <laughs> uh, and I think anything from Genesis Owusu. Oh, absolutely. And then Citizen K as well, CK. his bigger brother. Or well, even they've got two duets, you know, they've got two songs together. Put them on yep. there. <laughs> what, you know what Robbie and I have been doing... When we're fishing lately, we've been playing the 2006 mix. So it's just songs from 2006. Great. Yeah. And it wasn't a lot of good songs. Oh, really? The only song that was any good was uh, um, uh, Gotcha. Which song? Uh, you like, didn't have to cut me out. That one. Yeah, yeah. And it was the same year as the um, Eyes Wide Open, which is a great song. Yeah. That's one of my favourites. Yeah, Gotcha hasn't... <coughs> been doing much lately but he, you don't need to if you release one of the greatest albums yeah. of and that the, song the still 2000s so much airplay he was in a band called the basics and he just played drums and sung and there was a bass player and a guitarist they were good i like mm. them a lot but yeah I, I was a big fan of gotcha so you're either listening to our slide fest <laughs> road to slide fest or all the 2006 mix take your pick let's just put the 2006 mix up that sounds sick oh yeah it's good I'm wondering, was because there's a lot of Rihanna. Yeah, a bit of Chrissy Brown. <coughs> oh yeah, mm, mm. Chrissy Brown. Um, Jay Z maybe might Kanye was probably coming up then. Yeah, but the problem is with these with these um, Spotify playlists is that it's tailored to whoever made the playlist. Mm. Like if they didn't like a song, it's not in there. Mm. Uh, that's what I get frustrated about. I just want a list of like maybe the the top hits from around yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah, and you can't always find that. Yeah. I guess that's what's great. Like, I know traditional media is dead and that's why we're here doing a podcast in my basement with a camera that's like four pixels. And we, which we'll have two of <laughs> next week. Eight pixels. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I know traditional media is dead, but that's the great thing about radio. You know, they've got a great back catalogue of music, but choose to play five songs that were popular 20 years ago. Yeah. Over and over again. I'll repeat them. Just pumped up kicks. Just keep doing it. Just yeah. keep hitting that song every hour. Play it twice every hour, man. You know how many times I listened to Billie Eilish last year? Yeah, she was a big thing, wasn't she? On she, every radio station. Do, do, yeah, she, yeah, it's funny when people sort of can, can hit up any station. See, she wouldn't be played on rock stations, though. Triple M wouldn't play her. No. Um, but th then if you like you want a break from yeah. Billie Eilish, you're Go listening to... To get a bit of chisel. Yeah, a bit of chisel. But there have been some artists, and it's probably bands like Birds of Tokyo, mm. that can get played on yes. every station. And so, that's where the money is. But isn't that so crazy? Like you're on an independent, you know, government station, but then you're also on like the adult station, you're on the rock, the pop. Oh, Triple just, J. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like I think they've done it. Um, there's a few bands that kind of have done that. Even like Gotcha, really. I think Gotcha gets played on Triple M sometimes. Yeah, so it does. That, that like yeah, that that's where the money is. If you can get played, and now I guess you've got to work out how to do that in this new age. Mm. Getting on playlists, getting on uh, uh, first play Friday on Spotify yeah. or whatever they do. Well, how do you go cross um, station 
but also uh, cross-continental. How are you getting played on every continent on every station? How funny is it when, like, someone just randomly gets big in one random country? Like, I think uh, the guy that was in Baywatch... Yeah, was really big in Germany, right? But like, no one knows why. Yeah, he's just big, and that happens sometimes. Like, uh, sometimes a Western artist just does really well in like Thailand, um, and they don't know why. Well, that actually happened to uh, one of the Shire's local bands, New Empire, fr- formerly Freedom One. Yeah. Uh, you guys might know them. They did the last time the Olympics was on. <laughs> Uh, which should be happening right now, by yeah, the way. Rest actually, in peace. Should have started like a day or two ago. Uh, they did the Channel Nine theme. I think it was on Channel Nine uh, for the Olympics. Wow. Uh, and I'm sure you could Google that up. Don't put it on the playlist. It's not a bad song. But they had a song that was on their like back catalogue. Go yeah. like from like years previous. Go absolutely nuts. Yeah. In some Asian country. Yeah. And then, like they had to, they got flown out there to like perform, and it was a not not a very well known song. Mm. They got millions upon millions of of views. Yeah, and, and listen, it's just crazy. It, it's some like think about last year. The biggest song of last year was probably Lizzo. Now mm. that song came out years ago. Yeah, I was watching a movie. I'm so pretty with Amy Schumer. That song was throughout the whole movie, and that movie came out like 10 years ago. Mm. And that song only became a hit like last year. Right. It's just weird how things now, things just get picked up in this digital world and spat out and reappropriated and all this sort of stuff. And hopefully that happens with us someday. If someone wants to remix this podcast and try and make it good, go for it. <laughs> You've got all the elements here. <laughs> now, I'm going to go back, re-listen to this, put all the songs that we've just mentioned onto a... <laughs> Spotify playlist and oh mate it's going to go off All right, it might go to number one why don't we put just to make your job even harder two mm. more songs one each and, okay. and then we'll, we'll finish the podcast so I'll, I'll do mine you do yours and then we'll sign off so you can have a good think about this yeah. take a second um, I want we've got such a weird we've got a lot of hip hop we've got a lot of mm. have we got a bit of rock in there yeah um, oh I'm going to do some Linkin Park Oh, great. Linkin Park. What's your favorite? Maybe Numb. Do you want the uh, collision course? We've got too much hip-hop, so let's just do the Origi. Original. Yeah, original Linkin Park. Uh, If you can find it, I'm going to suggest the Chicken song by Sounds Like Chicken. I was going to say, remember. Or we could even go Volvo Driver. Yeah, that's that's on Spotify. There might be someone who's driving a Volvo to Slidefest. Bondy when he loses the keys to his mini. <laughs> Anywho, we've got to get out of here. This is perfect. This this podcast actually times around the same time it would take to fly to the Gold Coast. So yeah. If you jump on the plane, hit play straight away, <laughs> which you've already done. Yeah. And it should yeah, be so. If you're listening to it now, <laughs> sorry, you, you should be landing right about <laughs> now. now. And uh, welcome to the Gold Coast. Yeah. I hope your flight was enjoyable. Uh, keep your mask on and uh, stay safe. Yeah. On L- the contrary, if you're driving up, you've just yeah. got to the Central Coast. You're, you're you've probably, got a long way to go. You're probably filling up, grabbing a Red Bull and a few <laughs> two for one Snickers bars. Yeah. But uh, we'll see you guys soon. <laughs> we won't because <laughs> there's plenty of roadworks on the way up and you have to st- sit in the border. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I haven't even got my border pass yet. How do you do that? We'll find out.
We'll find out soon. You're smuggling fruit and veg over as well. And bungers. Don't forget the bungers, Timmy. <laughs> All right. Well, if, if, if you need a bit more content, maybe listen to the old episodes or maybe listen to Joe Rogan with Kelly Slater, which is mm. a great episode. It's from about a year ago on the Joe Rogan experience. I don't know why we're plugging him. He's a billionaire. He's got <laughs> plenty of listeners. Um, but uh, Or you can jump onto the Spotify playlist that's going to have great songs on it, such as uh, Volvo Driver from you, Sounds Like Chicken. <laughs> you can always go back and look at a bit of Silky Smooth. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> or The World's Shittest. Yeah, that's good. I like that web. Or uh, even... If you're a Sharkies fan, official, unofficial. That, even if you're not a Sharkies fan, just to listen what a real podcast sounds like. That's, that's, <laughs> we actually had a producer and it sounded very good. Yeah. Speaking of good podcasts, I was actually listening to your mate uh, Carla's new one. Oh, she did a, a one for Melbourne Cup. No, no, no. The Everest. Oh, for the Everest, sorry, yeah. which is just as big as the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. And we'll probably be allowed to have a crowd unlike the Melbourne Cup, mm. which is going to be played in front of an empty stadium. Now, you know what was good about that is mm. they actually had uh, investors. <laughs> they had ads. They had ads. Do you, do you want to give that a plug? Is it is it like, uh, can you keep listening to it for a while? You can. Is it topical? Yeah, so they're, they're doing, there's... I think there's 12, 12 weeks so until uh, Everest Day. It's Carla Bigsy Bignaska with her good friend Julie Snook, who mm. you might know from the infamous uh, jacket incident on Channel 9. Yeah. So they've got a podcast where they talk about horse racing and they're doing live reads, they're doing gear. Yeah, that's it. The Base Camp. The Base Camp. And that's available on all, all your platforms. Mm. And it's probably really well produced. We should get Bigsy on this podcast. Yeah. she would Because she's a real fitness buff now and she, she's sponsored by, I think, what's the F45? Mm. And does does a lot of work with them, but we should take her out for a, a body surf. That'd and then be fun. Talk about how how it's good for your health and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, and and she might actually have some tips on how to broadcast. Mm. Lady Luck, Lady Luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we, uh, good? Are we good. We did it. You miss every shot you don't take. <laughs> We've missed a few tonight, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I've hope, I hope you've enjoyed this. I want to do like a 24-hour podcast. I, I know <laughs> The last time that happened. <laughs> but that's radio show, so no one's done a podcast. Carl Sandlin had a heart attack. Yeah, but that was a radio show. So you can go to commercial break, you can play songs. What if we just talked? We get Wolfo producing it. He's bringing guests in every hour. Or having having one one hour off, one hour on with a guest, or something like that. This thing can record for at least yeah twenty hours, twenty two hours, twenty four hours, depending if how much memory is on the card. Has I'm sure someone's done it. Someone's done a long podcast, but could we do a twenty four hour podcast? Nah, you don't want to do it. I, I don't want to do it. No, if I had to do it, I could. Remember when we did a few test shows? You yes. would always say the first. 40, 50 minutes was awful. The last 10, that was some killer content. So if we did 24 hours, yeah. that last hour, boom, perfect podcast. <laughs> if that ratio is right. Oh, gee, you're getting a bit gassy, Tim. Yep. Now, well, that was always the case because we needed time to warm up. Mm. Uh, now we put our jackets on tonight, so we are warm. We're like, warm from the start. Are you going to have, like, we're looking very rugged, very wintry. Yeah. Are you going to have a shave before we head to... Queensy? Oh, no. No, no, no. I had a little moustache going last mm. week and it's kind of grown back in. We've got kind of the same length going. Well, yeah, I'm going to shave mine. I just can't mm. shave because my back's cooked. So I might have to, uh, I don't know, go, go to the hairdresser or something and ask mm. him to do do me a shavy job. But uh, 
I don't like it. Oh, it's so itchy. It looks awful. It's like red pubes yeah. stuck to me face. Yeah, mine's it's been getting really itchy lately. And uh, I used to be the guy that was like, oh, it's not it's not too bad. I actually don't mind itching it. But mm, when it's at this length. Your, yeah. Yours, get, see, mine won't grow much more than this. Yours gets to a big length where it could sort of be okay. It gets, yeah. gets all really bushy. Yours is a bit wiry still. And patchy and awful. Mm. But um, I don't, yeah, the only reason I've got this is to... Uh, because I can't can't actually shave right now. Mm. Maybe I need Corey to, to give me a trim. Maybe the shaver shop could come on board as a sponsor. Yeah, um, head to head to the shaver shop now. Uh, mention the code word Body Surf Podcast for ten mm. percent off. Mm. Didn't someone go to a porto when we made that joke? <laughs> I don't know. They, Surely they not. They mentioned Nick Brabot. <laughs> And they're like, what's Big that? Big boy Brabant. It's like when we asked, when we're at the at the pub and one of my mates was there and he was buying a round and we go, just a round of our CDs. And he walks up and he goes, oh yeah, three CDs, thanks. <laughs> the bartender goes, oh, what the what, what are CDs? It's like, <laughs> and he comes back, oh, what are CDs? <laughs> <laughs> Carlton Trust, mate. Carlton Trust, mate. Yeah, come on. Come on. It's not our first, uh, it's not our first uh, rodeo. Yeah, keep up to date. Keep yeah, it going. You've got to know all the abreaves. Oh, that's right. And see, that's the problem. You... Yeah, you know, I meet lots of people that need me to slow down in what I'm talking. Even about. on this podcast, people like I'll just say, "Oh yeah, babe, babe," you know, yeah. rattle off all these things. Mm. But maybe we need to explain who people are when we talk about them, mm. and not just assume <laughs> that everyone knows Bondi. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know, Tim. But the thing is, with you, you're very well versed in your um, popular culture. Now, mm. I, to an extent, I am. Um, but I don't watch television or anything to do with a Netflix, whatever that is. Uh, so I'm kind of... You're trying to be cool though, like uh, Netflix. It's like, mate, get on board. I know, I'm missing <laughs> a lot of great content. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against Netflix in the slightest. But what I'm saying is, uh, am I so out of touch? <laughs> no, it's the children who are wrong. They're not. The children are so right. <laughs> Kids know everything. Have you ever tried the code? These kids can do some crazy stuff. They're, we're out of touch. We are so old. Yeah. And you can't even... I've got a password for you. You don't even need the bite. And you can watch Academy Award winning mm. movies and television shows. Mm. The critics are raving. Yeah. I just... I've watched... I've got... Mm. I've got I've, actually, yeah. I've got some good content for you to watch. But it's on It's on a new service. It's on um, the Foxtel one. Binge. Oh, there's some good stuff on that. That's a good name for it, actually. They've hit the nail there. Do you like it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the name. I would have called it just Foxtel Streaming. Mm. Foxtel's got a great brand. Or well, they got Foxtel Go. They probably could have just mm. incorporated it into that. I, yeah, I think Binge will really wear thin quickly. I don't think it's a good name. Yeah, I know you like it, but well, it's kind of just what you do, isn't it? Yeah, but you can watch a movie. You can't binge a movie. Yeah, that's right. That's you could binge multiple movies. I watched the three-part documentary. That's not binging, is it? It's just watching a three-part documentary. How long did it go for? Oh, about an hour and ep. So three yeah, hours. Right. It's kind of a. It's a yeah, sh- but binge is very um, accusatory. Is that the right word? I don't know what that means. Well, it kind of just goes. Yeah, listen. You probably shouldn't watch this much television, yeah. but you are. Hey, um, I'm a producer, director, writer, and I put my whole life into this thing, but just watch it in a night. Mm. <laughs> like, how <laughs> disrespectful is that? Yeah. Uh, do you know how hard it is to make Stranger Things? Yeah. And I watch it in a yeah. night? I know, I know, <laughs> and I had this conversation when it came out. When Lost is my favourite television show, <laughs> I went to Hawaii not to surf, to go to the places where they filmed Lost. I really like Lost. 
my 21st birthday was lost themed. Oh, yeah. I got Dharma Initiative cans of baked beans <laughs> still in my house to this day because of my 21st birthday. I love Lost. If Lost got res- released today, it would be the worst show ever made. Mm. What made it so great was the suspense. Yeah. And there was no social media. So there was, but it was very infant stages. Yeah, so yeah. I still remember Forums watching and stuff, an yeah. episode and going on a forum and mm. like they would upload Easter eggs to like YouTube when it first came out or even like, yeah, as you said, on a forum. I think um, Stranger Things could have been similar to that. Like if it wasn't the Netflix era, True. imagine if Stranger Things was kind of like, but Netflix sometimes does release mm. an episode a week, but they just choose not to with big things. Yeah. They want to give it all away. Which I get upset about because we actually really tried to um, stretch Stranger Things out. Now, I mean, it's, it was like eight episodes, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so short. So even like stretching it out over eight weeks, you don't have a lot of time to go, oh, what's going to happen? Where's the suspense? Yeah. Suspense. You may as well just binge it. The suspense is like, am I coming close to the end? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. is there only like one or two episodes? Because you got to yeah. start doing some stuff. Yeah. Do you like Stranger Things? Yeah, I didn't like the second season, but I'm, the I'm third wor- season was I'm great. I'm worried the kids are getting too old. Yeah, they need to do it real soon. It was like Walt in Lost. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> one season and he's like eight foot tall. <laughs> he aged horribly. Uh, by the way, he um, released a song, M- MKTO, I think their band was, um, and it's okay. called Left Behind. <laughs> and it's got a um, cameo from Michael yeah. in the in the film clip. Who is a great actor. I'm going to have to add that to the playlist he, now. He's like I? in The Matrix and stuff. Like he's in yeah. big films. I saw him in, he, he was in a bad TV show with... Um, um, Megan Fox's ex-husband mm. who was in 90210. Yeah. Uh, it was a wedding singer sort of thing. But he's been... That, that guy's yeah. in some great movies. But he is kind of like the male version of Michelle Rodriguez. But wasn't she in Lost as well? Yeah, she is. But every time <laughs> you see you're like, oh, no. Yeah. And thankfully, she gets killed in Lost because she's like, yeah, so I don't Spoiler have to put up with you anymore. Oh, well, come on. It's been out for 20 been, years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's like, you're like enjoying a movie. It's like when you see Samuel Jackson in a movie. You're like, oh, yes. A mo- I use Iron Man 1 for the perfect example of that. You're watching Iron Man 1 and you're like, oh, wow, I've seen a movie without Samuel Jackson in it. And he comes, he's after the credits. He's there. He's just there. He's in everything. I recently watched Pulp Fiction for the first time. Oh, good film. Heaps good. Yeah, really good film. And I didn't really get it until the end. And I think that's the point. Yeah. You got to be like, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinton. (laughs) And he's in it. And he's so good at acting. Yeah. I didn't know. I've never seen him act before. Mm. He's in it for about half hour. Mm. And he's brilliant. Mm. Why doesn't he do more of that? Or is that just his claim to fame that he's like, I acted the shit out of this I movie? I don't think he's acting. <laughs> <Just him. laughs> yeah. He was good. Mm. He was like, for someone who is so awkward in his real life, was an amazing actor. Mm. Uh, so yeah, big ups to him. I'm sure you know, he doesn't need to act. He, he's good directing and writing. Mm. He's good. Freaking hell, he's good. Yeah, so what, pretty much the moral of this conversation is we're sorry if there's too many references. Uh, we know we are very niche. Uh, and a lot of it kind of goes a bit beyond body surfing. Uh, but we've had lots of positive comments. Well, this is good because I was we didn't do a podcast last week. So this has been like a mix of like a real podcast, but also between the sets. And it's been going for a while. Hopefully you're in Queensland nice and safely, and we will be having some fun very, very soon. But uh, we got to get out of here. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that, but no, we can, we can close it up now. An hour 40, that's good. Yeah.
Don't say the time because yeah, fantastic. Because uh, <laughs> now if I edit it, it might be like it might only be an hour, and they're like, "Where the other forty minutes go?" And it's on the the cutting room floor. Do you edit things? <laughs> I don't think you've ever edited. It. That's why we got this, so we can literally push a button and then push it again, and it's done. I got to edit it out the start where we we're talking about industry news. Ah, uh, yeah. But we need to chat about that now. Oh, and if anyone wants to talk about it. In the Gold Coast, because mm. I know you—it's a national thing, national mm. news story. Mm. That one of our favourite radio presenters is is finishing up. So, if anyone wants to chat to us about that or anything else, come and say hello. We'll be in the Gold Coast very, very soon. But for now, we've got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. Remember, especially on the Gold Coast, <laughs> it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Bye. <laughs>